boxes and hedgehogs talking it out. Should I not say anything? Yeah, yeah, he's been doing introductions. Okay. Hi, welcome to Foxes and Hedgehogs. I'm your host, Thomas Hutchings, and co-hosting with me is the beautiful Julia Santana. Hello, Julia. Hello, everybody. Julia is a singer-songwriter who also performs for children in uh, in preschools. Is that right? Yeah, in preschools. I'm very excited. Yeah, so um, you know, looking forward to um, asking uh, our next guest. Our guest. Our guest. Yeah, we have a, uh, a guest that ties directly into this whole preschool Beautiful genre. Music. We have Bobby Susser. Hello, yay, Bobby. How are you? Yay, Bobby. Hi, how are you? Good. Hi, Bobby. Welcome Hello. to the show. Welcome to Foxes and Hedgehogs, where we talk to people that are, you know, that have supported themselves and that are supported by their art, and they love it, and you know, the art treats them, with, you know, with as much love as they put into it. Mm-hmm. They get as much love back. So, you got some awards, apparently. Teachers yeah. College, Columbia University um, Award. Yeah, and you, uh, you're a New Yorker. You're... Yes, I am. I'm a New Yorker. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we are. We're in New York City. We love you so much. Uh, yes, we do. I met Bobby through the. Uh, Recording Academy, probably about, has it been about four or five years now? Uh, I think it was longer than that, but, you know, you know how time goes. Yeah, I think we're talking more like six or seven years. I'll tell you, it was one of truly the, 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 the most rewarding nights I've ever had. And I'm not saying this because I'm talking to you now. I'm 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 talking to you now because I am saying it. <laughs> I Fantastic. have to tell you, thanks. I was so thrilled when I met you. I don't know what it was. I you know something happens sometimes when you meet somebody. Well, it's like you know playing with somebody or writing with somebody. It just you know it's happening as well as you know it's not happening. And I sat down next to you. And uh, uh, it, it was kind of like a little uh, kind of cafe. Yes. And oh, I you, remember you, this. You were seated yeah. at a table, but there was room for another seat. And I pulled the other seat over and sat down. And I, I don't know if I asked you your name or, or you told me your name. And I said, oh, yeah, I heard about you. And in the moment you started talking... There was something about you. And then what did it was, I never told you this, Thomas. Well, I don't see you that often. But but still, I I, I could certainly call and send out an email, but I just never got a chance to say this to you. Uh, I had parked my car. I think think the restaurant or the the cafe was on um, 4th Street or something like that. And I had parked my car on 5th. No, on 20, 29th Street. I needed to get into a cab to get up to 29th Street. And you were walking with two or three people. And you said to one of the people, as, as I was leaving, to call for a taxi. And you guys were walking uptown. You said, hold Guys, just wait till he gets in his cab. I said, "Oh man, mm. this this guy, this guy's a good guy." <laughs> that stuck, That's really that stuck sweet. with me. I, ne- I never forgot I, that. You probably don't remember it I because it's just what you do. <laughs> it's just an everyday, regular thing for me. Yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. That's and, and that's the way you said it. But I got to tell you, on the receiving end, it's not an everyday thing, and 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 that's why it came across so loud and clear to me. Mm. Yeah, especially uh, in today's age, um, it just gives you hope for humanity. You know, there's some yes. good people out here still in this world, genuinely good. That's exactly right. That's exactly what I felt. And that's and I, what I feel in a lot of your songs, actually. I really want to talk about Green Light and some of my favorite songs on Green Light. <laughs> now, you released really? this this year, um, June, I think around June, right? Um, June um, 2018. Mm-hmm. And I read some of the reviews, um, and um, they all sound extremely positive. I love the production in the, in um, on uh, all the tracks. Great musicians, great arrangements, and I also love the vocalists. Now, your vocalists, um, I, I didn't see a track listing. Um, I didn't see uh, their names. Um, so I'm wondering, first of all, who are the Bobby Susser singers? <laughs> That's Bobby Susser singers are literally any musician that I get, and I <laughs> any musician I get, and I say, uh, let me see on this second section here. What was it? Do me a favor, sing this with me here, and I listen to him sing or her sing, mm-hmm. and. I say, hmm, this one's a good one. <laughs> and then I and then I ask, uh, do you think you'd like to sing one of these songs? And invariably, I I, I have never got I, I've gotten four takes where we couldn't get it. Mm-hmm. it. wasn't anybody's fault, but I never got anyone to say no. No one ever says no. They always say, oh, sure, yeah. Mm. Uh, and, and so uh, some of them, like there's a guy, Mike Green, who was not on this. He started his own band, and he's he, he's a sensational singer. As a matter of fact, I asked him uh, if he would want to go out with me uh, because I injured my back really bad. Oh, I'm sorry and, to hear uh, that. When I did... I said I, I I can't I can't do this I can't do this anymore. So I talked with him and said, "How about if I went out and did this college lecture tour, and you know you sang with me?" And he he was up for it. Hey, yes. he, I was I was really flattered because he's got a real serious working band. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he did say uh, maybe we can do this after the summer. Because, uh, you know, I got some major, major bookings. And I said, oh, that would be great because uh, after the summer would be better for me. Uh, So it's usually people like that. Mm -hmm. But every now and then someone else will, who's playing or or even engineering will say, you know, I I came across a singer and uh, I, I think this might be right for you. So they're not always the same people, but they've become like if, you know, if you took 10, 20 of my albums and said these first 
probably find a good deal of the same people on on those albums. Okay. Uh, and then the next five would be probably uh, you know the same thing, a different different group, but it would be a certain certain number would be the same. So uh, so is Mike Green um um singing on Green Light? No, on Green Light everybody's singing on Green Light. Okay, it's all all of Bobby's cool. sister singers. Well, it sounds really wonderful. Um they all uh, the, the whole um, performance. You know, I, when you know, I'm curious about that because Green Light just it it just came to me and the lyrics were very different. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I, I'm not going to get into the lyrics now about this, but the lyrics were really different. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, you can if you want to. Song. Yeah. And uh, I thought, I don't know, there's something about this. I, I, I can't put my finger on it, but there's something about it. It just, it, 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 it strikes some kind of chord, literally and mm-hmm. figuratively, it strikes some kind of chord that's going to get kids jumping. I, I just feel it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, I just went with it. I don't I don't think of that song as a song that is made or meant for singers. And I thought that that was, well, I always think that that's great because I always try to make the song simple enough so that non-singers can sing the song. Because if I've got right. non-singers singing the song, I, I, I got all the kids. Um, paraphrasing Bobby Susser, um, you said one of the most important things when working with children and playing music for children is, uh, well, first of all, to have a lot of feeling, keep it real, and be very honest. And as and I agree with you. As long as you have all those those three elements, it doesn't make uh, you don't need to amplify so loud. You can whisper a song to these to these younglings, and you can have them captivated as long as it's honest and real. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. It's not it's it's not how loud you're saying it. Yes. Uh, because I'll tell you uh, when. Well, I mean, ever since I've been a kid, I've felt this way that that doesn't mean it's right. But but I guess what I'm really saying is when, when I was a kid, five years old, my mother took me to, to a, a, a movie theater. And uh, I remember the I remember the actors. Mm-hmm. Believe that I remember the actors. One was Sidney Poitier. Mm-hmm. And the other one was Theodore Bacall. Oh. And I don't I'm remember really who was yelling. One of them was yelling at the other. And and he if lost. It was a Sidney Poitier movie. It was probably Sidney. <laughs> probably both of them. That's like how he, he got he on the map. He'd be on a movie yelling at some white fight. man. It was a physical fight. Yeah. And my mother shook me, you know, like a little bit by my shoulder and said, you see, you don't have to scream. You don't have to scream for them to understand what you want to do. Or, uh, you know, and she was going on about the yelling means nothing. Mm-hmm. It, 
it, it, it, it's all and and I think that when I when I follow things that I guess my mother told me, I you know I'll, I'll jokingly say, uh, you know, oh, it was a lady who taught me how to be a man. Uh, mm. you, you don't have to yell when you know to make your point, and it's it's just what Julia said exactly. It's what you're saying, and most people think, well, it's how you say it. Well, yeah, it's how you say it. But if you if you're saying something nice or you're saying something nasty, in the end, it's what you're saying. There's no question about it. Uh, I mean, I, I could go down the line with every, you know, with every song. Oh, it's funny you should say that. <laughs> I want to share um, three of my favorite songs um, out of your Green Light album CD, and it's "Thank You, Mr. Sun." Everybody oh, exit. God. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what they are. Well, I don't know. We'll, 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 thank you, Mr. Sun, is the one that everybody picks. They pick it all the time. It makes I me happy. Knew, I, I knew that they were going to pick it because... The the lyric, you know, is, is saying that I appreciate you, appreciate you what, what what you've done. So thank you. So that's like giving you saying thank you to somebody, but it's the way it's delivered musically. Yes. And there was something in that song that I'll tell you exactly what it was. And if you ask me. How would that do it? I don't know, because I'm really, I'm honestly not schooled at all. Uh, you know, I, 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 I'm educated, but I, I'm not schooled with this kind of stuff at all. Uh, you mean like... I said to Lou Jimenez, Lou, I don't know exactly how we're going to mix this together, but we've got to get a couple of instruments in here that are dominant instruments, but they're not going to sound like they're taking over. They're just going to fall right into place. There's just two of those instruments. The guitar, mm -hmm. and not bells, chimes. Okay. The mm. chimes are just buried right into the guitar. Huh. And we did it, and said, man, it's there. It's there. You did it. And, and it feels good. Uh, hmm. Now, I don't know if you hear that. Which song is that? Um, thank you, thank Mr. You, Sun. Thank you, Mr. Sun. Okay, I'll have to check it out. Uh, and does it sound like anything to you? Um, I think it's very original. Um, like Thomas said before, um, I work with um, toddlers in school, you know, at preschool. So sometimes, actually, they're from sometimes um, um, five months old, starting from five months up to five years of age. And I bring my guitar and I sing and, and um, engage them in music. So mm -hmm. when I was listening to Thank You, Mr. Sun, I knew immediately, instinctively, that this is something that the kids, that these toddlers 
um, would understand right away rhythmically. Also, um, there's a very happy um, feel to it. And who doesn't love the sun? Right. It, it, it's, That's right. Yeah. So I, I think it's it's something that I would that I, I would bring in, you know, to share with the chil- with the toddlers. Yeah, you're onto something. I'm going to tell you something that uh, you know you you just may not personally want to do it. Just from just from a personal standpoint, you say, "Nah, I got other things I want to do first. But there's a market. When I say a market, I'm not talking about a marketplace where, oh, hey, come and get, you know, come and get your bananas and come and get mm-hmm. your, uh, you know. But there's a marketplace for this. There's a need for this. Uh, there is. There are groups popping up here and there. There are not many. I think there's only one I've heard who who is kind of good. Uh, it's it, it, it's um, oh god, mommy and me. You know, meaning the the, the when you, when you said this age, it's like the the, the kids, almost infants, mm-hmm. growing up with mommy. Yes, and there's a there's a girl. Called what is her? Verid, V E R E D. Verid. I don't know if it's Rosen or Verid Row Row something. Uh, and she has these groups where the mommies come with their kids. And nice. Th- th- have you have you seen this? No, I I, I haven't actually. Oh, well, the mommies come in uh, come in with their kids. Yes, they come with their kids, and she—you'd have to see it. But believe me, well, first of all, I'm going to send you uh, just one uh, of her things on YouTube, and okay, cool. you'll know how to spell her name. And because oh. I'm not sure about her I'll last name, I'll add it to the show notes uh, so that people can. But find I think it. that she's onto something. I once spoke with her about it, and uh, well, she. You know, I mean, not that she has to, but but she didn't listen to me, and she went her own way, and she went away where the the guy who produced an album that she did was a guy who produced a couple of Grammy winning albums, and that's what she that's what it seems like she wants. And her and, name uh, is Verid. This girl Verid, but okay. she's pretty good. Uh, and and I thought that the subject matter. That she, like, when when she, oh, I know where I met her. I met her at one of my grandson's uh, 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 birthday parties because she has two little kids. Mm. That was like, a, I don't know, he he's, well, he's not old yet, but he's, he's 10. And this must have been four years ago or something like that. Oh, but she, recently. I, I, I came in, and it was when... I mean, I, I, it's the first time I'm saying this uh, kind of publicly, I think. Uh, I, I, I can't use my fingers very well anymore uh, oh. because of my back Sorry and my that. neck. Hmm. You know, the, 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 the hands and the, the fingers are controlled by the nerves in the neck. And hmm. I, I, like I said before, I really injured myself. So I walked into the, to the you know, this party and... Uh, 
I suspect she knew what I did and what and that I was coming because she did this song. She was yeah, she was playing. Mm-hmm. She did the song Wiggle Wiggle. Oh my goodness, I can't believe you just said that because I just discovered Wiggle Wiggle today. <laughs> and I, that yeah. is definitely one that I am bringing in to the kitties. <laughs> yeah, that's a winner. That's, yes. a, that's just an automatic winner. And and when she did that, she I don't remember what it was. I would remember again if my and I'm not telling you this to oh gee, poor Bobby, he's got his hands messed up. Uh, it just it was just a fact. I, mm-hmm. I, I asked her what she was doing, and she was going in the wrong place. And I said, no, mm-hmm. no. And she said, could you help me with this? I said, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just said, you know, go from here to here. And she did. And she looked up at me, and she said, oh, wow. Uh, it was that simple. And then she started going into things about pop music, she was a nice person, but her interests, let's put it this way, to say it nicely, she wasn't as mature as you are in, in terms of approaching this thing. She was asking me Thank questions you. about people I know that were, you know, uh, it, it was just weird. Uh, I, you know, I've talked to Thomas about things like this, uh, yeah, we've and that's fine. About people but, that you know, are... you just first meet somebody. Yeah, I call them freakazoids. Somebody, you like you that know, somebody starts talking about, you know, uh, uh, I, I I don't know. It's not that I don't want to give them any publicity, but you know, say, hey Bobby, how are you? Hey, uh, have you seen Paul Simon lately? What? Oh, right. Um, you know, he wrote, what, because what, they like, know you wrote some music with him it, and you're friends with him. Well, you you wrote motorcycle with him. Did you not collaborate with um, well, a motorcycle? You know, no, not motorcycle. It, um, it, yes. It, it, the fact is, I mean, this is a fact. And so, you know, it leaks out in certain ways, which is really ridiculous. When people say, you know, and I'm using their term, it leaks out. Paul and I have been best friends since we're about 11. And so we've done a lot, a lot of things together, including getting into a lot of trouble. <laughs> uh, but uh, are you willing to elaborate on that, or is it? Wait, how old were you again? Are, Five years old. Are, are we eleven. Uh, eleven. We were eleven years old when we met. Nice. If 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 you, I don't know if you did you. Uh, I don't know if you know this. Do you know the name Robert Hilburn? Mm. I don't recognize it. No, I don't either. You might have heard of it. Uh, yeah, I. I think Thomas, you might have heard of it, but anyway, Robert Hilburn was the the uh, 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 art and leisure editor for the L.A. Times for thirty years, and mm. then you know he retired, and he he writes. Uh, uh, well, he didn't really retire, but he's he's out of there, and he he writes biographies, and but he but he's he's very very picky. Mm-hmm. And he's not written that many. John Lennon. Uh, That's uh, a I might have read that one. Cornflakes. Oh, uh, Cornflakes or John Lennon? Or John Lennon Cornflakes? No, corn, <laughs> Cornflakes with John Lennon. Oh. And, 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 it, and, it's, and it's written by Robert Hilburn. 
and it's it's, it's about wow. John Lennon and his life and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he then he did the big one, Johnny Cash, the mm-hmm. life. Then he just got finished about oh I don't know about six seven months ago. He he had come here to visit us about twelve times because well this was the the idea. Uh, well, not the idea, but this is what he was told, uh, which didn't surprise me. But, uh, you know, Hilburn was very curious because he's wondering, who's this guy? Uh, he said he was wanted to do Paul Simon. So he he, he got him. Oh, he and, did. Cool. Yeah, he got him. And, 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 he, and, and the book is out. And so I'm in the book about 20, 25 times. So... Hilburn oh, that's going to be interesting to read then. <laughs> what, what book is Hilburn it again? What's to me, oh, you, you, you're going to really score on this. I said, what am I going to do? What, are you crazy? I mean, I, I'm just in the book. It, it, oh, okay. You know, it's really that simple. Uh, but nice. at any rate, uh, where were we with this? Uh, well, I asked, I asked you if you were willing to give us any information on your uh, your exploits with Paul Simon in your teen years. <laughs> <laughs> and and not just that, um, you know, I mentioned that um, you um, you collaborated with Paul Simon on motorcycles. Yeah, about that, about yes. that, uh, uh, the motorcycle thing. Uh, well, I'll tell you, this is just off the top of my head because I, you know, I lately I've been forgetting things. Uh, uh, Paul gave me a review on this book that I couldn't believe. He, mm-hmm. uh, not on this book, on this album. Uh, it, it was it was mind-boggling. He wrote it. I don't know if it was the middle or the end. He said it's perfect. Oh, I, I need to I, see I, that. I couldn't believe it. Cool. Congratulations! Yeah, that's really cool. Well, you know, it, it, it it's great production. Um, in it's it's a really well produced um um CD a, a piece of artwork. The other song I really enjoyed is Everybody Exercise. Again, because I work with um the, you know two year olds and three year olds, and they're still developing their motor skills. So I, I found it so much fun. You know, especially um well the rhythm of course and the rhyming and um you know the, the different the, the different parts and journey you go through, you know, from the beginning right. of the song right. to the end. And, That's but, exactly why, Julia, uh, Greg Skelza, Greg and Steve are still there. That's all they do is movement. And oh, okay. it, 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 you can't lose with movement. I just had something in me that made me feel like I want to I want to go out further. But I always throw a couple of movement songs in an album, always. And then after that, I usually uh, put in a rest song. And let me say this. Oh, I think I, I can't wait to bring that one also in, into the classroom because not only do the toddlers enjoy the movement songs, um, but also do the teachers. And they actually participate, you know, um, um, yeah. with these songs. So it's not not only are the toddlers, you know, developing their motor skills and getting exercises for the teachers. And I myself am getting some exercise, you know, singing and playing. And 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 I know this is a, a children's children's album. But as I listen to all of the songs, you know, um, you know, I don't think it's just for children. I mean, I, I was enjoying a lot of the songs, I mean, me as an adult. You know, they're very positive. They're positive messages. And it, it makes 
it leaves me feeling good. And I always want to feel happy. I always want to feel good when I listen to music. And, yes. And, and that's what your, um, your tracks um, have done for me. The, uh, the, I also like your, um, um, your rendition of This Old Man. Yeah, well, we, we, you know, I was, I couldn't say I was teaching the guys this, but I was, I was going over this with them, and uh, Lou Jimenez said to me, you know, you sound very raunchy in this. I said, raunchy? Huh. Really? He said, well, maybe that's not merely the right word, but you, you sound kind of the opposite of, Somebody naive as, as as this old man, but you're teaching something that's cool, that's just pleasant. Uh, it, there's something about the way the, the, this voice and it's something about the way they're meeting, uh, and we just did it that way. I'll tell you the song that I like. That some people are getting it. Well, people are getting it, but some people say, "Oh, yeah, that's one of them. That's one of mine," but. Not many. Uh, when it's right, you'll know it. I, I, I fell in love with the title. I thought it was pretty funny, actually. <laughs> I when you're right, you'll that, know it. <laughs> I, I just thought that that w will... It, it, it just holds true at every age. But I wasn't sure, and I'm still not, I wasn't sure whether kids would really get it. But I know that adults, when they hear when it's right, you'll know it. They know what I'm talking about. It, it's funny uh, that you should say that because I was actually thinking the same thing um, when I was listening to it. And um, and I wondered, you know, obviously if I'm listening to your music, I'm going to think about the children that, you know, that I engage, you know, music with. Um, so I wasn't sure if, they're good, if they would get it or not. But... Well, definitely adults. But, you know, you've got to give even toddlers a lot more credit. That was, you know, at least a lot more than we um, they, yes, you they do. give them. Because they know when they've done something wrong. And they know when they've done something right. And yes, how do they you, definitely do. Yeah, and um, and actually bringing that into a song, that's going to, you know, I have to listen to it. That's very interesting. Yeah, can. I mean, th that song uh, was, was, that song was been in my head for years. And I kept saying, nah, it's not, not a, not a kid. And then I said, wait a minute. And, you know, you, you, you know, when you have these days, I could do anything I want. This is my album. <laughs> yeah, true, true, true. You're focused on toddlers, so you're talking about kids that are, this is like their formative years, so you're making an impression on these kids for the rest of their lives, too. I, 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 I really think that you do. Yeah. Yes. But I, 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 I just, I wondered about that one. You know, what people like, and I didn't really know whether it should start this way, but they like the first song because they say that it, uh, uh, well, Paul's wife said to me when she heard the, the, the first song, uh, well, she heard the album, but when she heard 
It was the first song that got her right away. Uh, I just love living in this world. That's a good one. And that's, I mean, that says it all. Uh, and uh, when when she heard it, she said, she knows the stuff that I've been through. Mm-hmm. You you guys don't know what I've been through. Uh, mm-hmm. I, 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 I told you that I had a major, major problem with my back and my, my, my hands and stuff were not working right and I had to figure out how to write in, in different ways and stuff. Uh, but there were other things. And three months ago, on the day that we finished the album, yes. in the studio, I went into cardiac arrest. So glad how's that? It. Just, wow, you were. How's that? How's that one for sobering you up? Yes, you were definitely meant to finish that album. Yeah, that's for sure. Definitely, I was meant to finish the album, but I also was meant to, I think, uh, say it's about the work. That's what it's about. Right. I I I got this thing figured out. I didn't know what hit me. Lou was talking to me. Mm-hmm. At five o'clock in the afternoon, and yes. at one o'clock in the morning, I woke up in a hospital room. Amazing! Uh, it's amazing that you're here. That I we're said, here. "What I an said, honor!" Lou, what am I doing? With What's you? going on? And this is what I got from from a doctor standing next to him. Your heart stopped for three minutes. Wow! How's that one? Did you have a near death so, experience? Did wow! You I see. Whatever people see when they have near-death experiences, I had something similar. Not, 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 no, nothing like uh, my heart stopping, but I had to have major surgery a few years ago, and they put me under. But uh, for a little period of time there, I was like way out of it. So I'm wondering if you had, yeah, any I mean, you know, visions when, or anything. When you do that, or when you have something like that, like uh, next week, yeah, I think it's next week or the week after. I have to have a hernia repaired. It's no mm. big deal. But mm. I'm thinking it's no big deal, huh? It's not no big deal when they're when they're doing it to you. Right. But, but uh, when they're doing it to themselves, it's a big deal, man. Right. Uh, <laughs> to you so it's fine. I, to me, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> so so Edie said to me uh that she admired me. After listening to this album, she said, uh, I, meaning her, I admire life. You honor it. Oh. That's a heavy that, number. That's, ex- that's be- those are beautiful words. Mm-hmm. Really, I mean, that is a heavy really number. Deep compliment. I couldn't, I, I, I had to keep re re, I had to keep going back. It was only about four words. I kept going back and back. And and like, you know, well, like if you take it into the studio, Thomas, he'd say, sure. I'm, I, I, he keeps looping this thing. He keeps looping it. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, well, why is he listening over and over? I, 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 it just blew me away. I never heard it put that way. That's beautiful. I, 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 admi- I mean, she said that she really looks at it and admires it. But I honor it. I, I, I couldn't believe it. And she, an she did say, because, you know, as I mentioned to you, 
you know, we're very, very, very. You, you can't get any closer with with, with people than than we are with them. So she, when she said that, I thought, man, not many people know me that well. She's she's pretty right on, and she's pretty smart. I, I very talented. Hearing this, I've never heard this put this way, and I I suspect knowing her, it, it just came off the top of her head. It, it, it was just something that I I I guess I'll just always remember it. Uh, you you should I, never I, forget those those kind of um, really profound words. We should always keep the positive. That's what I always say, and just disregard the rest. These are the things I always want to remember and keep in my in my in my in my heart. So true, my mind. So exactly. if you needed to listen to it a thousand times on a loop, go ahead. You deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just at first it wasn't a matter of deserving. At first, I was looking at it and trying to understand. What is she saying? What it, it, it sounded? Well, it is. It was. It was so unbelievably profound that it just. It really completely blew me away. And, and I'm walking over right now uh, to this computer because I. I think it's. I, well, I'm sure I could find it in an email, but I don't want to bore you while I'm looking for this thing. Yeah. Uh, now that's you, you know. I just looked at one thing, and it said, "And my brother's name is Eddie, and he's off the wall." And I'm and, and I and I confused it with Edie. Ah, right. Edie, Eddie. No, that's not. Oh, here it is. Here it is. I told her that I thought that I sounded a little corny, and she said, "It's not corny. It's cool. You honor life." I admire it very much. Oh, that's, that's beautiful coming. Yeah, coming from Edie Burkell. There you go. Yeah. Yay! Yeah. That was, that's beautiful. That was pretty, pretty heavy. Yeah, yeah, it, it was. And uh, I think that she, I don't think I'm positive, she has uh, helped Paul an awful lot. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it, she seems it, like a very uh, spiritual it, person. It would be, for sure. I think, taken in many, many ways, the opposite way that, oh, you know, he's, he must have helped her very much. He's a very wise guy. And, you know, he is. But mm-hmm. the, 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 the things that he would have difficulty with, simple things, she's straight ahead. You know, um, she, she, I, I, can't, I can't come up with anything at the moment, but she would just, you know, she, she calls it the way it is. And uh, if it's if it's unpleasant, it's unpleasant. But she'll call it the way it is. Mm-hmm. And, and and if it's unpleasant in relationship to her life, she'll call it the way it is and face it. Right. And, and then she said to me, "Yeah, she she did say, how did you? How are you able to? That yeah, that's what I wanted to say. How are you able to?" Uh, uh, do what you do and face these things and uh, honor life with all of these challenges that have been facing you. Mm-hmm. And I, 
I, I had to think about it for a couple of minutes, but I, I really didn't know. I just said, me, I don't know. It's just who you are. How are you going to stop being? It, yeah, you, exactly. It, exactly. Yeah. It's who I am. It's just like when you were and talking you know, about Now I know taxi. what it was that Julia said. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know the whole body, like the whole big line. Mm-hmm. But she said something like, he, he, I said spoon. And Bobby Schlesser said, it was a day in June when, and he smiled back at the moon. Mm. That's what you said. I, cool. I, I thought, what the hell, what is, what is so big thing about that? But, I, but I, it, it, it's interesting because I just thought about it as I was talking about Edie. Uh-huh. And Edie saying honor and yeah. honor would be smiling back at the moon mm. yes yes you being who you are you could you just um you're present and and by you know recording this music and writing songs um is in your dna it's it's a part of your whole being so you you can't stop being you. You just you no, just continue. Just no, go you on. can't. There, there there were certain things. If I I just said just tonight, uh, if I had my choice of working and doing what I want to do, uh, or just uh, feeling good. And getting this better, I took the work. Now that sounds insane. But that really sounds insane. It's it's medicine. even though somebody could say, "Well, come on, man, you, you, you know you don't have fifty years; those are behind you." It doesn't matter. It's like there's there's something about the work that's that important. Which reminds me of one of your titles from um, the album, I Have Songs in My Pocket, which you um, worked with, actually you worked with um, Benny King. Benny King, yes. yes. That's and, right, the Drifters. And, yes, and, and one of the songs on this particular album is Music is Like Magic. Yes. And and that's what music is for me. It's It's magic, but it's also my medicine. It's who I am. I, That's right, and 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 so uh, I agree with you. If you had to choose between the two, I'm going to do the work because the work is what brings me. Um, um, well, first of all, it keeps me sane for the most part. <laughs> it's like therapy. <laughs> I used to, I used to live with this piano player named Charles Eubanks yeah. when I very first moved to New York, and he would be like, he'd be in the piano, he'd be playing the piano all night. And I'd be trying to sleep, and I'd be like, what is wrong with this guy? And I'd come out in the morning to get ready to go to work, and he'd be like, man, I'm so glad I had this piano. It's like musical therapy. <laughs> so he's basically... Nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this was literally there's, there's how, something, how he kept his sanity. Something there. And, and, and I remember, you know, I don't know if you know this, Benny passed away two years ago. 
Oh, Benny King? Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, I definitely yes, know that. Yeah, and uh, Benny, I don't believe Benny was ever nominated for a Grammy. With mm. the Drifters, too. Mm. Never. And he, he used to say to me all the time, this doesn't mean anything. The executives don't mean anything. I said, well, what? what? We'd be sitting in a Chinese restaurant all the time. Hey, oh. So what's important, Benny? And he'd say, well, soup. Yes. <laughs> soup, a good salad, <laughs> and then the songs. Nothing soup. else matters. I love that. There's a there's a song in there: soup, salad, <laughs> and songs. Write it, Bobby. At the Write very it. At least it's an album title. At the very least, yeah. I'm telling you, there's something. Yeah, there was. I don't know if those songs were. They were very different songs. They were. They, that album with him was very, they were very elementary. Well, uh, I, I, I don't even, yeah. even down to the thing of just do it. Yeah, uh, just, just do it. I, actually, I was having, um, I, I wasn't able to listen to all the songs. I mean, you guys, uh, um, this was released in 1998, but these songs, um, did you write specifically for? Um, Benny King for um, I Have Songs in My Pocket? Yes. So those were specifically for this particular album, strictly for this. Yes. So I listened to I Have Songs in My Pocket, and I really enjoyed that. And and Dida Day, I, 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 of course, I'm going to have a blast with that with, with, the, with the children. Um, um, that's that's going to be wonderful. I wish I could... Uh, Listen to to the rest, but I guess I guess I'll have to purchase some um, the CD. Well, you, you know, you could just email me. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate just, it. Just e- you know, email email. I can't get this the words out of my email. Uh, email me the CDs that you like, and I'll just send them to you. Oh, okay, wonderful. I buy the CDs, and 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 now that uh, I don't know if you know this, I. Uh, well, when I say I gave them, I mean they give me a royalty. But you know, I don't think that there's going to be any big deal, big, big whoopee thing going on there. But you know, but the songs will still be good. Uh, yes. But uh, I, I, I assigned uh, all of those masters over to Smithsonian Folkways. Oh yeah, yeah we I, talked about that. You were you were honored by. Uh... You were there. There was an you were you had some sort of special event that you had to attend. Well, there were a couple. There yeah. was one with Smithsonian Folkways, but the one that really I, I really still hold this one up there is uh, the Columbia University one. When 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 they called me, they were calling me for months, and I thought it was a scam. I really did. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I, the, okay, I, I so you're talking about they, the uh, Distinguished just, Alumni Award? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought that they wanted me to just, you know, contribute money to, you know, Columbia University. And I, <laughs> I, I, I was like, leave me alone. And then one day a, a letter came in the mail because they weren't getting anywhere with me on the phone. And Jan said yeah. to me, you got a letter from Columbia University. 
I said, oh, Jesus Christ. I said, now they're bothering me with letters. She said, no, you better look at this. <laughs> Thank God for Jan. So, wow. I, I looked at this, and I said, Jesus, man, I think they're serious. What got me was, yeah, it was a breakfast and lunch like meeting. Uh, you know, there were speeches and all of that crazy stuff. But they engraved my name on the wall in the entrance of Columbia University. Wow. That blew my mind. What an honor. Congratulations. It just just completely, completely blew me away. Uh, And and I wished, you know, that I, I, I had one wish and... Uh, fortunately, I have a wife who's not crazy, who's not thinking, you know, uh, well, how come not me? I wish my mother was there, but, uh, but she she wasn't. Uh, it was just an unbelievable thing. Mm-hmm. And I kept thinking, well, oh, I'm probably going to go back there and look at my name on the wall. You're going to have I've to nev- do a selfie. I've, yeah. I never went back. Oh. I'm going well, to let's take a trip. I mean, I didn't. I'm going there. I'm sorry, Bobby. Thomas and I were thinking the same thing. We're definitely going over there and taking yeah. a picture with your name yeah, on the wall. Sure. Yeah, I, 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 I certainly. You know, now there are others there. I don't know who these other people are, but it's like, you know, when I'll be long, long, long gone, my name is going to be on that wall. It's amazing. It's, it's yes. Totally mind blowing. That is mind blowing. Uh, that, that that really that's the thing that got me. So for some reason, I I don't know. You know, I don't know if this will ever happen. But uh, if you know, I ever got a Grammy or or, or even a lifetime Grammy, I, I I don't think it would beat this Columbia thing. Hmm. There's something about it. I, I I really don't know what it was. Maybe it was because Paul's father had said to me when I, I finished Queens College, and he said, you know, you should go and finish the program at Columbia. I said, well, what about this school or this school? He said, well, there are a couple of schools that are much better, but the people in this world don't know it. So you might be better off this way. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, but wouldn't I be lying to myself? He said, nah, you wouldn't be lying to yourself because we're talking about it. <laughs> we're talking about it right now. We're, 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 we're figuring out why you would do it. Uh, right, right. So you know, I said, okay. Uh, but it, it it was really, really a major, major thing. Wonderful. Uh, what an experience. I, I, my son thing. came in. Uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah, he was living in Japan at the time. Wow. He was living there for three years. And uh, he came in with his kids. It it was like, it it was a really, really uh, nice, nice thing. Uh, It was one of the very few, if not the only one, of those type things that I really, really enjoyed being at. Uh, yeah, one of your yeah treasured moments. That's for a great. Sure. What an achievement! You also you sold um, five million children's albums, so that's not too bad either. Yeah, I did. 
I did. I, I, I did in you, the days in the days when people everything was selling. Yeah. Nowadays, I don't know what's going to happen. Do you do you know where you were when you sold your first million albums? Where were you? What were you doing? Did Did you know? Like, did someone like call when you? I did first, you get a phone call, or did you get like a letter in the mail? Or well, that's like that's hitting platinum. So you. <laughs> oh no no, I. I. Yeah, yeah, I do know. Oh, cool. I do know. I was in the basement. <laughs> when I say in the basement, in the studio, it was no, it was a basement of literally a, house. a basement of a house. Cool, cool. And and I and and somebody called me and said, uh, "You you did a million, and I I didn't know what what they meant. Did That's a awesome. million. Uh, it's not a very common I mean like I don't I can't think of another children's uh, artist I can't think of one off the top of my head that's well, sold there are. over a million it, it, it's a matter of fact Greg and Steve okay. I think yeah. did three million okay or, or possibly that's impressive four, too because you know it, it, again it has to do with the longevity of you know how long you've been there true uh and I, you know, I had some deals like I would go to a place similar to RCA and I would know the special products person there and say, what are you up to? What are you looking for? And, well, we could we could use probably 400,000 of, uh, you know, basic awareness. I had this album basic awareness mm. uh, and uh, mm. so uh, 400,000 no really yeah you don't have to do anything just sign it over and you know uh, we'll, we'll give you like 50 cents or 60 cents on the on, on the dollar of, cool. of no not on the dollar I'm sorry 50 or 60 cents on uh, per album oh. uh, and you know that's that's that and we'll call it quits and we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens the next time around. And mm-hmm. I had a lot of people like that. And a lot of people were, they weren't attacking me. Well, I guess you could say they were, but, but, but I didn't feel that. I, I, I sensed that they were just ignorant people. Oh. Uh, they were into things like, well, where are these things going to be sold in, in, in drug stores and in supermarkets for $5 and stuff? And, my answer was always the same. Yeah, but who's going to use it? The end user. We're talking about the end user. Right. Who's going to use it? Marketing. An adult is not going to use this. The kid's going to use it. What mm-hmm. the hell is the difference? Right. So that, that's where I racked up some sales that way. Smart. But, uh, but, but at the same time, I never could have sold that many and you know, put a price tag for myself for that many. Those days were fantastic days. And uh, when would you say the heyday was? What it was? Was it the uh, the eighties or earlier? I would say. You mean the 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 real big stuff? Yeah, was probably <laughs> probably into the mid nineties. Oh, okay. Okay, Very recently. So, yeah, so we're back at the 90s, 1998. I really want to bring back um, um, you working with Benny King. 
uh, did you did you work with him in the studio? Yes. <gasps> Cool. And what was that experience like? Was it easy working with him? I, I, I very, 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 yeah, very easy. Oh, how exciting is that? I think he's he's one of my favorite singers um, in, in 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 this world. Benny was so easy to work with, so so easy uh, because I, I I wasn't sure, you know I I I always. I don't know if you'd say I always play it. I think you could say I always play it safe. Uh, okay. To, to a degree. You know, I mean, when it comes to the material, I'm not playing anything safe. I just do it the way I want to do it. But when it comes to things like this, uh, like, I don't know if you know the name Horace Ott. I think I recognize uh, that name. Horace Ott. He's a musician. Is, 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 is a, uh, an arranger. He's a guy from, uh, oh, where the hell is that Horace from? Uh, South Carolina. And uh, he came up in the 60s. Well, he, he arranged parts of uh, the horns uh, uh, with the Kiss Me Now thing with Florence DeVore. That's how I knew him. Okay. So I called him and I said, Oh, you he, know did he, he did arrangements for the Shirelles. He did arrangements for the Shirelles. Do you want to do some arrangements? And I really didn't need him, I didn't think, but I didn't need him for the arrangements. Mm-hmm. But I needed him, I thought, and, and I still think it's okay, for communicating with Benny because I didn't know Benny. And I heard that Benny could be difficult. Mm. So I figured, well, I got two guys. They both come from the South. Uh, two black guys who got the shit beat out of them in different, many, many different ways, mm-hmm. and 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 came up looking good. Yes, and 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 very well respected too. Yes. So I had I had a very good relationship with Horasat, and as a matter of fact, when I I called Paul, I, I when I needed Horasat. And he told he told me about Horace, and and then when I then when Paul needed a piano player for the Cape Man, he asked me <gasps> if I if I knew anybody like Horace, and I said, "Yeah, Horace Ott." He said, "Who's he?" <laughs> I, I <laughs> okay, said, I don't feel he? so bad. You told me about him. He oh. said, "I don't remember." Wait, so so you, Horace Ott. I... You, you, well, I told him you've had too much. Success, you you lost your mind. <laughs> Believe me, you stay know him. Stay in touch. Stay in touch. Um, so, uh, uh, Horace Hart, uh, how do you spell his last name? O T T. Oh, it is O T T. So, yeah. Horace Hart worked on "Kiss Me Now." He did the string arrangements for "Kiss Me Now." No, he did the horn arrangements. Oh, the horn arrangements. Okay, okay. Yeah, and, and he he wrote a couple of good songs too. He wrote uh, he wrote "Don't Let Me Be Misunderstood." Don't let me be misunderstood. Yeah, yeah. And, and he wrote it under a different name, under his wife's name, because in those days, uh, yeah, a, a BMI and, 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 and ASCAP writers couldn't write together. So what the hell was his yeah, I'm wife's name I'm glad that changed. Uh, no, I, I, I don't know. Anyway. Wow. We, we yeah. went in there, and uh, every... Everything I did with Benny was so simple. There were things 
I remember I was doing some things vocally because of Benny. I, I said, no, Ben, do it this way. And he didn't say this with an attitude. He said, uh, man, I'm not getting it. Come on in here. You do it. Mm. And I said, well, you want me to show you how I want you to do it? Yeah. And he, it, it was his way of kind of tricking me. I, I said, all right, go into the, go, go into the booth. He went into the booth. I went out. I did it. I said, that's the way to do it. He said, I don't need to do anything. We got it now. Uh, I knew you were going to say that. He was very, very easy. <laughs> just so easy to work with. I believe it. Uh, and, and very easy to be with. And then after that, we always had phone conversations at great lengths about just anything. Uh, you know, I'd, nice. I'd say to him, uh, what are you up to, man? And always the same thing if he was home. Uh, he was my kind of guy. He, uh, I'm sitting here drinking orange juice and watching the fights. Watching the oh, fights. Okay. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm doing. And then he would go out on the road for like a week, come back, stay at home for a week, go out on, on the road. Every time he came home, some of his grandchildren would be there mm. waiting at the airport for him. Nice. And he would have boxes of toys or just mm. money. Mm. And I Family. would say, you're kidding. And he would always say, what else do you think I'm going out there for? Yeah. Beautiful. All, all the time. Well, he was a cool guy. Very well, cool guy. Yeah. And Really cool, especially somebody with with so much um, exposure. You know, um, they're just not uh, someone famous in, in the public eye. You must be somebody that can be really trusted. And the fact that you know he would call you and you guys would have uh, sit down and have soup, salad, and songs together. Um, <laughs> it, it, it shows how much um, um, he trusted you, and obviously. That probably comes from the experience he had with you in the studio. That's that, that's really wonderful. Now, did you? Um, so you didn't meet him before you actually started recording this album with him. So the, how did he bring you? The extent of my meetings with him, Julia, you'll never believe this. Then nobody nobody ever believed it when they used to see us together <laughs> uh, in, in in like the sixties. Great. The 60s. He would be coming out of Atlantic Records, out of that building, okay. which, which wasn't Gulf and Western at the time. And uh, I'd be knocking around anywhere, uh, like I said, where anybody will get me a song. And mm -hmm. we would just wave to each other, huh. not mm -hmm. knowing who he is, he not knowing who I am, other than just names, and just wave. Hey, how you mm -hmm. doing? That was it. That was the extent of it. And I would say, yeah, he he trusted me. I, I, I don't have difficulty with that providing somebody is a trusting soul and is open to listening to what I got to say. Right. I, I, I never, I never, ever have a problem with, well, look, I mean, I think this tells the story in itself. I just don't like to say it because... 
of the fact that, you know, he's such a popular name that, you know, I get, I get bombarded with ridiculous questions from people who will, you know, forget about interviews. They, they, they just don't, they like come off the wall. But uh, let me see. I, I understand. The years of uh, 60, 76. I've been best friends with Paul since for, for 65 years. Wow. Holy moly. That's a long time. That's, that's a long, long time. Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. A really, that's a really long time. Um, you know, um, I would have never known that Benny King actually did a children's album if it were not for you, um, Bobby. So yeah. I really... I really enjoyed listening listening to um first of all I like I love that title I have a songs I have I have songs in my pocket that's that's great and um and then your green light album and of course wiggle wiggle <laughs> I just can't. Yeah I giggle yeah. too but you know wiggle, I don't giggle, giggle. understand I still don't understand something uh, it's not like I'm, I'm I'm wanting to hear somebody say that's wonderful I don't understand I I felt it but I don't fully understand what people like about green light. I'm hearing things that I'm embarrassed to say. I mean, compliments that are mind-boggling. Hmm. One guy, one guy, I thought I thought I was going to send him to a psychiatrist. He said in in his review, he ended it. He was going on and on about how wonderful. I mean, every word you could imagine. And then at the end, he said, there's got to be a special place in heaven for Bobby Susser. Oh. Wow. I thought, Jesus that Christ, is... this guy's crazy. <laughs> I'm uh, still here, please. You know, I'm going to write another, another 20 albums, crying out loud. So I'm, I'm, I'm wondering, what is it? Is it the rhythm? Is it, I mean... I just don't get it. Interesting. Uh, you, you know, I must tell you. There's no way to know. Are you talking specifically about the green light track or the whole album? Yes, yes. Uh, that track. Yeah, yeah. That track was the last track that was recorded on the album. Uh, I wasn't so there's something put it special the about the having it be the last track, maybe. You know, there's I, some seasoning I, I, there that's and, not on. And, and furthermore, Usually, when you title an album, I mean, it doesn't have to be. You know, it's usually the first, second song. This is, I think, song number 11 or 10 or something. Yeah, 11. It's, it's, it's like buried back there. But <laughs> for some reason, everybody's going to... I don't know, maybe it's the title, just the word, Green Light. I, I don't know. Well, I, I checked out, uh, okay, I looked at Green Light, and I'm thinking right away, well, it's, um, okay, a children's album, although I think that it's it's adult-friendly, parent-friendly, um, um, teacher, educa educator-friendly, um, but right away I thought of Colors, you know, Green Light, or, or, or that, you remember that game, um, Red Light, Green Light, one, two, three? Yes, yes. Red light, green light, one, one two, two, three. three. Yeah, that's uh, what I keep. That's what I keep thinking of when we when we're talking about this song. Uh, so when you, but then and then I play the track and I'm like, this is rock and roll. Wait a <laughs> second. And but but you know, Thomas. I mean, the the, the the toddlers, the kids, they love that kind of music. Toddlers. 
Yes, believe because as long as it, it's got some rocking rhythm, it's and all it's about got the rhythm. Great, yep, they respond to rhythm, and 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 that and that track does. So I was really surprised, and I knew that um, you know the kids, kids. They recognize it. They dumb. feel it right away. They're really smart. If you they have a good it. beat going and it's swinging, they, it, they feel it right they away. They feel it, and they'll ask you They're to play it again. the first ones up dancing. You know, and then I notice that all the time. Yeah, and they'll take, play it again. And then they'll say, yes, <laughs> that's right. play it again. That's right. Because they love uh, the rhythm. There's something, but there's something in there, uh, and it just tells me that there's no age for certain songs. There's no age at all, because... I mean, I'll tell you, that song started out with, with, with the only thing in mind that a, a, an adult, I think, would, would be feeling. And it was like, you know, I meet you, you meet me, okay, give me the green light. That was the whole thing. That's what the whole song was about. And I okay. thought... Man, this is not this is not too cool for a kid. <laughs> and then I thought, oh, wait a minute. Oh, okay. It's, that's the story. There's got to be something here that's cool for a kid. So we I'm, definitely have to have you on again because this was really cool. It was cool to hear some of the stories he had about how the music industry worked back in the in the seventies well, and eighties. Unfortunately, it's it, it, the time goes by so quickly because I feel like I I I, I don't feel I know I didn't scratch the surface. Oh, and there's no way to. There's something. I mean, like. How many years? We're talking 50, 50, years. 50 years. So You know, as artists, I don't think our work is ever done. That's right. It's never. never. You're right. It's never done. You're, you're, you're 100% right. Artist work's never done. That's what we're going to solve the episode. Thanks for your time, Bobby. Oh, you're very welcome. What's it about? <laughs> <laughs>